You're listening to The Review Show from CAMFM. I'm Phil Sanson. Fickle Friends are an indie band born from a love of 80s synth-pop. Hailing from Brighton, singer Natty Shiner and her bandmates have crafted an icy cool sound that's danceable and yet disconnected at the same time. They have a couple of EPs out already, with their debut album scheduled for release in March 2018. I caught up with them in October before their sold-out Junction gig and spoke to Natty as well as bassist Harry Harrington. Just a quick note, from about two minutes in, you can hear the sound check for a drum and bass night happening in the background, so apologies for the sound quality there. All right, I'm Phil Sanson from CamFM. I'm here with Natty Shiner and Harry Harrington of Fickle Friends. Hello. Hey. How are you guys doing? We're good, thanks. Really good, thank you. It's your second time in Cambridge. It is indeed. It is, yeah. And our first headline show here, yes. ever. Who were you supporting last time? It was the Kooks. Right? Yeah. Okay. How'd you find that? That was uh, <laughs> Corn Exchange, right? Yeah. Oh, that venue is lovely. It was so nice. Um, very marbly. Do you remember? It was lovely. Um, it was cool. Um, we didn't know what to expect. It was our first show here, so um, hopefully it was have picked up some fans who are coming this evening. Yeah, it seems seems to be quite a, a, a well well sold gig so far. Yeah, it was one of the fastest ones to sell out, wasn't it? Which we were pretty surprised by and happy with. Obviously. <laughs> How did you find the uh, the Cambridge crowd last time? Um, I'm not sure you can judge it because it wasn't like our crowd. They're not like our fans. We were trying to win them over, so it was kind of like positive. It's always a crazy. bit awkward when you play for people who definitely don't know who you are as a support act because they're like, even if you really like it, you're not going to get well into it because you don't know the songs. You're only going to dance if you know it, obviously. Like, yeah. So that's just how it is as a support. But it's still really good. But this time around, you've got an EP out, you've got glue out, a bunch of singles out. Album coming out soon. First quarter of next year. Start of 2018. Yeah, man. What can you tell me about it? Have you got a title yet? I'm not allowed to say anything about it. Nothing. I'm afraid. (laughs) That's cool. Uh, What can you say about the recording process? You were in LA? Um, We did a little bit of it in LA with um, Mike Quasi. Then we came back and we did a bunch ourselves. Then we've done some work with, like, we've kind of got, like, it's a mishmash of, like, loads of people. Like, we've worked with a little bit with Mark Ralph, who we love. Um, and Mike Spencer on the uh, song that just came out, HTVM. But it was mostly kind of like self-produced with like lots of like friends, like Dan Lancaster and like, you know, it's cool. Everybody's worked on this record. Yeah. What was it like working with Mike Crossy? What, did he did he do any of the songwriting or just the producing? No, all the songwriting is, is ours. Um, he was more kind of like, he helped, he was like, he's such an incredible engineer. So it was like more like going in deep and like making everything sound really like rich and like beautiful. Yeah. Do, you think it, do you think it added something that your music didn't have before? Definitely. I mean, our demos sound like kind of like demos, really. Yeah. It's like when, only when you go in and, you know. They just sound like beefy and thick and like yeah, like, like really meaty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what can we expect from the album? More of like similar songs? Is your songwriting changed in any way? Um, or, or just more of the same? Some of the songs are really old. We've been working on the album for like three years now, so... There's some older ones, it's some, I don't know what we say, it's a, it's a lot of pop. It's mostly a party, we're going to go for like party songs, but we've got a few like little treats on there that I think people wouldn't really expect, unusual, but mostly party. Yeah. <laughs> so, so some down-tempo. Well, like, more sort of unusual, stuff. and like, the production's slightly different. and like. Yeah. 
just experimented a little bit. Um, your songs in the past have sort of, they've been these like upbeat, um, 80s inspired, like synth pop, like bangers. Um, but the, the lyric content has, has had these sort of themes of, from what I can tell, like dissociation a bit um, and alienation. Um, it, does that continue on the album as well? It's kind of the running theme for the whole album. Um, if I was allowed to say what the album title was, it's kind of, yeah, it's, it's just a running theme for all of the music and all of the songs. Um, so it's, yeah, it's quite solemn and sad, isn't it, really? <laughs> yeah, it's interesting because the music's so upbeat and then you listen to it and it's like, you are someone else. It's like, yeah. Exactly. What I was going to ask about was uh, your music also has this quite strong like visual component. Got all this cool art done by Matt Maitland. Is he doing more stuff for you? Yeah, I'm, I'm in love with Matt Maitland. Not, you know, as romantically, but um, as an artist. He's, um, yeah, he's doing all of the album stuff, everything. I, I mean, I'd, if it was up to me, we'd continue to work with him indefinitely. So, yeah, I don't think he's going anywhere. We love working with him. Has he done the cover art? He's doing the album art, yeah. But it hasn't, hasn't been Hasn't, <laughs> not finished yet. What about music videos? Any more of those coming out? A single's being released soon, or is that hush hush too? Single came out on Thursday, new one, um, and we're shooting the video for it on Monday. So yeah, that is to ex be expected. Um, I talked about the 80s influences. Um, what artists in particular do you think you could name that have sort of influ influenced uh, that sound? Um, and which of your band members uh, have really like focused on that and really brought that to the table, or has it been all of you? <laughs> Um, I mean, it's Jack is, is the producer of the band, so it's like when we write, we write kind of as a three. So it's not like everyone bringing stuff to the table, but it's not like our mutual love of like loads of bands like Phoenix and Justice and Tudor Cinema Club and Friendly Fires and Michael Jackson and do you know what I mean? Like, it's kind of more new bands that are emulating that kind of sound as well, rather than older bands that is like OG 80s. So then, so, then, so then I guess my next question is, if you could support anyone who's playing today, who would it be? Or, or have them support you? <laughs> well, it'd be support them. It'd be support them. Um, we want to support Paramore, I think that'd be rad. But Friendly Fires has just always been the one, and now they're coming back, and they're doing this Brixton show, and yeah, we were obsessed with yeah, them. That'd be awesome. You support the Kooks? What was that like? Um, it was cool. I didn't realise their fan base was so young. It's like they've kind of like gone through like our kind of age group and then it started again with like the younger generation. So everyone's like 15, which is perfect for us. They were almost like surprised as well though, weren't they? They yeah. were like, I can't believe we have all these young fans again. They kind of thought it was going to be a bit of like a nostalgic tour for like... They had like baby grows on their like merch thing yeah. for like the mums. And I was like, there's no mums here. <laughs> Kids, it was awesome. Yeah, What do you think has changed about your live show since your last uh, Cambridge gig? Um, do you think there's more energy? Uh, do you think do you think the songs have like changed the way you play? Um, well, when you're doing a support, you have to sit up in front of the band and you can't have all of your stuff and it can't be too flashy and it's a half an hour like quick on and off set. So with that in mind, our actual shows just means we kind of get to do our own thing. Do you know what I mean? We can have a couple palm trees on stage and our own gear and not be all squished to, uh, at the front. Sorry, high tide, sorry. How do yeah. you know this evening? <laughs> um, how do you think your relationship has been with your fans so far? Because you're quite active on like Facebook, Twitter, that sort of thing. 
Um, we kind of try and go above and beyond. We try and make sure we meet everyone after every show, which sometimes does mean staying around for a very long time. But um, I don't know. I think that making that like connection with people is what makes them bring five friends back to another show. Do you know what I mean? I think it's super important. It's important, and like they're they're the reason that we get to do what we do, really. So mm-hmm. giving a bit that back. You're thankful, <laughs> you're thankful for them. So. So, yeah. Do you think any of your songs will ever like have any sort of political tone, or do you oh. think you're gonna? Okay, well, yeah. Well, I mean, it's like everyone's kind of like a, a different level of like political in tuneness, but I don't think it's. I'm not like, you know, I don't want to be like Declan McKenna. I think is rad and really has something to say socially, and it's really it really connects with the kids and stuff. But I feel like if we go down that route, it will look like too forced and contrived. Like, oh, but if it happens naturally, then cool, but, you know... Yeah, so maybe if you feel like you've got something to say... If I've got something but... to say, yeah, but it's like I have something to say about feeling alienated, and I'll say it, but it's just I haven't really felt motivated to write about anything else yet. But, yeah, maybe. So someday, maybe. Someday, maybe. As a final question, uh, do you have... This is my fun question at the end. Mm. Uh, do you have any key piece of life advice that you'd like to give to your fans? What would life be your, like... Advice. What would be your one piece um, of Worry. Don't try not to worry because you suffer twice. Is my main one. Cool. Mm. It's quite moving. Thanks, mate. I don't really have one. I'm not really a cool guy like that. Get a cat, I would say. Yeah, get a your... cat because I didn't really like cats before I got my cat. I love him. I love feel like him so much. like he's got a lot of happiness to his life. I love him so much. A little fluffy verbal of love. <laughs> Everyone should have cats. That's it. Get a cat. I've got two cats. Exactly. I you agree. know. And before that, were you fairly miserable and then you got two cats and you were like... I was quite young. But yeah, maybe. So worry less, get a cat. Worry less, then get a cat. And then you'll be on the path to righteousness. Absolutely. Thank you, fickle friends. <laughs> Thank you. That's it for this episode of The Review Show. CAMFM is Cambridge Student Radio, broadcasting over 90 student-run shows every week. For more content like this, check out our website, camfm.co.uk. We're also on Facebook and Twitter. Thanks for listening.